0: Hi everyone, welcome back to Get lit Rary with me, your host, Christina Fivecoat. So it's Saturday and I didn't post an episode yesterday because I wasn't feeling well. Literally woke up for, with a headache, a stomach ache, my neck and shoulder were like not okay all day. <laughs> I was exhausted. I just wanted to sleep, but I didn't. Um, it was just, it was, uh, not the greatest day for me to be motivated to do anything. And so I hope you understand, uh, why this episode is a day late. No, don't fret though. Never fear. I'm here. Um, <laughs> so last week's episode was all female authors. Okay. So this week we're going to make it equal cause you know, equality y'all, um, and we're going to do a series or this episode is going to be all about the men authors. Because, you know, we have to be fair and equal and whatever to everybody. Because that's what we fight for. No. Um, so here we're going to start. Um, I feel like I wanted to say something about one of last week's episodes. But I don't remember what that was. So we're going to skip that for now unless the... Uh, that comes to my mind. Okay, so the first book is Learned Optimism, How to Change Your Mind and Your Life by Martin Seligman. Okay, so I am naturally probably a angry, disgruntled type person. I don't know. I I would I think that I just I'm not satisfied with my lot in life. How about that? (laughs) We'll say I say how about that a lot. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. I said I was gonna stop doing it. Okay. All right. So this book reminded me of some other books like The Power of Now. And I don't remember, there's some other book that I read like last year or the year before that was of a similar title. And it's all about faking it until you make it, right? Um. So I just said, I am not happy with my lot in life, because I feel like I have no control over any of it, right? Like, I have a job, but I don't, I like my job, I just don't necessarily like the environment in which I'm in, the people that I work with, (laughs) or like that I have to be a place at a certain, at a specific certain time every day, (laughs) Um, you know, if I could just kind of like work at my own pace and not have to talk to anybody, that would be, sign me up for that. Cause I am, I am a self-starting, like self-motivated kind of person, and so, and I'm, I'm very. Um, I have high expectations of myself. I, I do my job. I do it well. I don't need somebody to be over my shoulder asking me if I did something or suggesting that I do something that I already fucking know I have to do. I don't need you to fucking tell me. Um, so yeah. So there's that. So I'm trying to be, up, I don't want to say I'm trying to be optimistic, but I'm like always trying to better myself because apparently like Kamala Harris's facial expressions on the vice presidential debate the other night, I can't necessarily hide that shit, you know? So I, um, I'm going to try To be more optimistic, or at least that's the goal, right? I know, I don't want to say I know it's not going to happen because who knows, I might surprise myself. (laughs) But anyway, this person, he's, he, his, this Martin Seligman is, um, trying to help you to, uh, Have better self-talk, have uh, more, um, like practice being optimistic, like try to control your thoughts, like all these same things that, oh, like the secret. It's like all these, like, um, speaking things into existence, like, uh, encourages, uh, positive behavior, that sort of thing, right? And he says that it can be learned, right, that you can learn to do this, and then you will be optimistic. And I'm always trying to, but I mean, I can't control other people around me that affect my attitude, I put in quotes, my attitude. <laughs> and I, I've tried forever to control how I respond. I'm also like putting air quotes around that um, because I know that I can't like sometimes like I can't help that people are idiots and I don't value incompetence. And so when I have to deal with these people on a daily basis, it's really discouraging and lowers my morale because some people are rewarded for bad behavior all the time. And it's so frustrating. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? What I don't have to tell you, you know, it's like preaching to the choir out here, okay? Like, I'm sure you have to deal with people all the time and you know what I'm talking about. Like there are these some, there, there was this one woman, I can't even remember her name, but I remember I went to church with her back when I lived in Pittsburgh, it was crossroads. And she was amazing. And I remember thinking when I was younger, like she's always so just joyous and happy. And how can I like she's just got like a beautiful outlook on life. And it's just like, I'm sure that she's more content (laughs) with where she's at than I am. And, and that's, that's all like, you know i don't know i just feel like it's it's not i don't know i don't know if i'll ever get there i'm trying this is my proof that i'm trying this reading this learned optimism i don't i don't feel like it's it's ever going to be like an instantaneous like snap of a finger flip of a switch kind of a thing it's going i'm always going to be a work in progress and isn't that like what the goal is to never stop working on ourselves right so, well, y'all know I'm trying. You know, it's just, you know if these people just keep writing these self help books. I'll keep reading them. <laughs> so there you go. Learned optimism: How to Change Your Mind and Your Life by Martin Seligman. Martin, it it's, it didn't exactly work for me, but I'm, I'm I hope that you know you get some encouragement out of the fact that I read your book. I guess I don't know. I don't even know if you'll ever find out or care, but there you go. What? Dang it. I said it again. Okay. Look, I'm not going to be like one of those. I'm going to flick my wristband when I say it. It's never going to happen, but um, I'm working on that too. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We're done with that one. Next up, Things My Son Needs to Know About the World by Frederick Bachman. Okay, I love Frederick Bachman because I don't know if he intends to be funny, but it's always funny when (laughs) I read things that he says. Because he probably just writes these things like off the cuff and just says them and doesn't even like, maybe he knows it's funny. I don't know. Um, The things that my son needs to know about the world. Okay, so you know I have a son. His name's Rio. He's 20 years old. Um, He, I just learned, moved back to Pittsburgh from New York. I don't know what happened, Um, but whatever. Um, So he's going to be working back at Pamela's Diner. If you've never been to Pittsburgh, oh my goodness. Pamela's Diner is fabulous. It's um, arrival of that other diner that shall remain nameless. No, (laughs) It's, it's all right, too but um, we're we're gonna still not mention it because he works at Pamela's. So we wanna promote Pamela's because, you know, that's that's like, we wanna support my kid. (laughs) And it's specifically the one in Side. so there you go. Dang it, I said it again. Okay, maybe I should get a rubber band. Anyway, Things My Son Used to Know About the World by Frederick Bachman is I believe his journaling well i don't know if it is or if it isn't but in my interpretation it is frederick's journaling of the midnight or overnight um quality time that he got to spend with his son while his wife slept Like, I am pretty sure when he was, like, a newborn to, like, just as an infant, right? Maybe very young toddlerish. but I'm not 100% positive of the age range of this child when Frederick Bachman wrote this book, but it was filled with lots of interesting, mindless stream of consciousness that happens to everybody. He just, you know had a thought and wrote it down. <laughs> you know, sometimes like when you're in the shower or you're driving in your car and you have a thought and you're like, oh, this thing, and then this thing moves this thing. Like you could just be talking or like, how are you talking? Because they're thoughts, they're thoughts. You could be thinking about how you need to go to the store today because you need to buy zucchini and Oh, the last time you had zucchini, it was when Brenda from Hollingsworth Lumber brought in zucchini from her garden, and then, you know, I really should start a garden, and then, oh, remember when I worked at Hollingsworth and all the different types of wood that they had? I wonder if I should go out there and get some wood for a project. I saw Darren when I went walking at Jackson. You know, like, you're just stream of consciousness. This is, like, how it just moves from i need to go to the store to get a zucchini to now i remember i just saw darren hollingsworth at the Jackson Morrow when i was walking with my husband and my friend a couple few weeks ago so anyway i believe that this book is frederick Bachman's stream of consciousness <laughs> written down or typed out or whatever um but there's like a, a th- like a clear theme and it's all the things that he wants his son to know about the world and he just keeps reiterating throughout it how you know he he really needs his son to pick a team, you know he talks about like I don't remember what the names of the teams are Manchester United and the other one right um, you know what I mean and because uh, like soccer or football whatever they call it over there right um, he talks about how um, his son needs to pick a team and he keeps going over and he's like oh you'll. You don't understand, like, and then really the part of the matter is is that, like, his son, like, he's, like, telling his son, like, you can be whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You know, you can be a ballerina, but it's just going to be hard. And he just keeps saying, like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard, all these things. And then the 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 at the end, it's, like, it's going to be hard because I, I worry that you're going to like something that I'm not going to get. And then we're not gonna have our thing, like our father-son thing. And it's just like, oh, and I feel like I'm tearing up right now, but um it's really like he just he wants to have like this thing that he shares with his kid. I mean, and he talks about all these other things too, right, throughout the book that he genuinely wants his son to know, or at least he like correlates different ideas <laughs> together, like um the one like how he he is he correlates like the airport, and religion, and all this other stuff, you know, and, and so it's just really, um, it's, it's, it's adorable, it's really, it is, it's adorable, any new dad, or parent in general, um, I recommend to read this book, so it's very short, it's very short, little, like, paragraphs. Some some of them are just paragraphs. Some of them are like very short stories, just a few pages. So they're all related to this guy's, you know, just wants his kid to go to sleep because he's tired. (laughs) Um, But he like tries to weave in some like life lessons in there about, you know, how to pick a sports team or um why he's the one up with his, with him and not his mom and how different he and his mom are. Um, like, and it's funny because like, he's really super tall, according to him. And his wife is not so tall because it's similar to like my husband and I, like I'm like five one and my husband's six three. So he's literally over a foot taller than I am. And so it's just these contrasting kind of things. Um, where, he talks about that and just other things you know he just talks about like just everything all the things just the things that you want your son to know about the world (laughs) i don't want to spoil too much you know and just read it it's a good one i recommend reading it oh oh i didn't tell you yes or no To recommend reading learned optimism I don't know read it if you want to don't if you don't want to it's a like I said it's another one of those self-help kind of things So do do what you want with it I don't I it's I'm I'm neutral on that one okay so that was things I my son needs to know about the world by Frederick Bachman and we're moving on to my guy Speaking of Hollingsworth, it was actually Caleb Hollingsworth that turned me on to Malcolm Gladwell. So uh, that's a good segue, I guess, into the next book, Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Talking to Strangers, what we should know about people we don't know. And I love, okay, so I listened to this one. The other two I read, this one I listened to. And I listen to it because it's Malcolm Gladwell. (laughs) And he just has the most calm voice. It's so soothing, it's mellow. It just puts me in a, a very nice, calm mood. Okay, so I was listening to this book while I think the public library was still I don't think we were on lockdown. I believe we were open, but we were closing early at 7. And so the last hour when we were um, supposed to be cleaning, okay, first of all, we did clean. I just want to put that right out there um, because pandemic, right? We did clean, but it didn't take us a whole hour to clean, right? So after we were done cleaning, I would spend the rest of that time shelf reading, which or not even shelf reading. First of all, shelf reading is when you read the, the call numbers on the shelves to make sure the books are in order. Okay, that's shelf reading. I wasn't shelf reading, I was I was more straightening more than anything. So I was making sure all the books were lined up nice and neatly at the like beginning of the shelf because I'm vertically challenged and when I go to try to find a book on the shelf, especially the top shelf, Books are always pushed back, and I can never see the call number, and so I don't even know. I have to go find a kickstand. A kickstand is like a step stool, so I have to go find one of those to see if it's right, to see if I have, you know, if if that's even the book, you know, that I need. And then I need a kickstand anyway because I have to go pull the book off the shelf because I'm five one and vertically challenged, and I can't always read the and see and reach the books on the top shelf to there. Anyway, when I was doing all of that, I was listening to Malcolm Gladwell's um, Talking to Strangers, and I remember laughing out loud when <laughs> the CIA was duped because of Cuba and the how the United States was duped and how Winston Churchill was duped over in Great Britain because of the folks. Because of Hitler, like I mean, not that that's funny, because you know we were at war, and you know we're we don't like to lose, and all this stuff, right? But like, because these 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 high ranking men think that they know something, right? Just based off of meeting somebody or shaking their hand or their attitude or their demeanor, like whatever, you know, people believe that when you talk to somebody that you know them. And, <laughs> and guess what? Even these high-ranking officials, who whose job it is to, to find these people among, like within their midst, right? In the CIA or whatever, they get duped. They're not good at it. Judges are not good at reading people what makes employers and supervisors think they're any better? But anyway, that's the whole premise is, is that, you know, you think that you know somebody just because you talk to them, but you don't know shit, man. Um, it's true. Like you think that, that okay, we're, we're in the middle of an election. We're less than a month away to the presidential election 2020. And you think that you know somebody just because they spew things out at you on the television or on the news? You don't know them. You have no idea what's really going on in their minds. So it t- like this this book goes through um, talking about just talking to people, strangers. It can be coworkers. It can be um, the it t- the police, judges. Um, he talks about Black Lives Matter. Malcolm Gladwell has Janelle uh, it's "Hell You Town Bout" um, playing throughout the whole book. Um, he he he's like he's trying to help you to understand how we misunderstand people and we misinterpret and our perceptions aren't always correct. You know, like when we have a jury and we're supposed to judge them based on their testimony in a court, or, you know, you just get a good sense of people, or, you know, it's always those like people on the news where you're like, your neighbor was holding three women hostage. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, of course she didn't, right? Because you saw this person, This person lived next door to you. You thought they were some way, and they're completely different. You had no idea. And it's just, it just talks about how we get it wrong. You know, not just everyday people, but people who are supposed to know this stuff, who are trained to catch people can't right? Even, even when the, the red blinking sirens are going off right in their face, they choose to believe the good. They choose to believe people over their negative, like blaring red lights. I mean, we do it all the time, right? It talks about like Sandra Bland, Amanda Knox, Bernie Madoff, Sarah Plath, Sylvia Plath, I mean um all these different people throughout history right who who are really good at fucking bullshitting people and how people are conned and if these people are really good at it and the experts can't tell the difference what the fuck did anybody, does anybody else have like how what how we have no like we have no shot right at being able to interpret we're not trained for this stuff and these people are trained and so that's no wonder why people get snowed all the time and ripped off and we want to believe that people are inherently good and unfortunately they're not always we want to believe that but again I've said it in a previous episode prisons are filled with the worst society has to offer for a reason because people aren't inherently good. They're not inherently bad necessarily. It's just that, you know, being a human is hard. (laughs) And we're, I think, all just kind of winging it out here. Right. So, anyway. I love Malcolm Gladwell, so I will always recommend Malcolm Gladwell and I will specifically recommend that you listen to him because I love the way his voice sounds.